every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. What up, my name's Chuck, and over here we got Keem. Say what up, Keem. Yo, 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 welcome back everybody to the Morning Dinner Podcast, and I bet you guys liked how we switched that one up that time. We have a guest with us today. She is a psychic. Hi. Hey, uh, <laughs> can you can you remind me exactly how you um, pronounce or how you say your your title as what you are? Because it was like say I'm psychic, angelic, angelic counselor, and counselor. mentor. Okay, it's a long one. What's angelic mean? Angels. They're the oh. ones who I who guide me and talk to me. I talk to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Most most often. <clears throat> so. Oh, real quick, we want to yeah. say your name real quick. Oh, I'm yeah. Cheyenne. Boomagot. There we go. Oh there we go. Um, you talked to me about being a psych. Uh, I can't, I'm not gonna get this right. A psychic Psych. angelic counselor. Mm-hmm. What exactly does that mean? So a psychic angelic counselor basically means that um, well, as a psychic, let's let's. I'm gonna break down the title for you guys. Yeah. Okay. So what is a psychic? A psychic is essentially somebody who has um, stronger extrasensory abilities, such as um, what a lot of people call third eye, um, or they're like, um, you know, some, some, a lot of people know that they see ghosts and like, you know, dead people. Yeah. Or, you know, or you know, psychics um, on TV and stuff that like read the crystal ball and tell the future and this and that, right? I mean, those are really dramatic. And like yeah. <laughs> super exaggerated because it's TV. So you think that's but, more like a like a show kind of like yeah. to put out that persona of being a psychic, right? You say more so psychic being psychic is more of a like an inner feeling or uh, how does that work? Um, being a psychic is just seeing beyond the physical reality. So, uh, for example, I'm going to give you an analogy. So say that you are watching planes take off into the sky, right? It's a plane. It's a plane. So you're watching the plane take off. And as you see it going up higher, 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 you just see less of it. Right. 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 So uh, me as a psychic, you may not see where the plane is, but my sensory abilities can just locate it. Mm. Like I I just know that it's up there. Kind of like how a dolphin uses echolocation. Right. And they just use those sonars to yeah. kind of like know where things are at. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, all of us are psychic, to be honest. You know, really? it's just, yeah, all of us are psychic. Even Chuck. Even Chuck. You know, yeah. we all are empaths. We all have empathic abilities. You know, we can talk to animals. Right. So that technically that's being psychic. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like when for me, I can see, hear, feel and know and um i basically know feelings i can speak to any spear on the other side i channel with my angels and channeling is uh different than being psychic mm. so channeling is strictly like just uh talking talking to the other side mm-hmm. and the higher realms um and as my psychic abilities i can see into people i i, I can know what what you are having trouble with. I know what situations is going on in your life. I know how to pinpoint all the stressors and the sadness or like traumas that you forgot about in your life. And I can just pinpoint that as when I do that, it's because it is ultimately affecting the life you're living now today. Mm -hmm. Right. So 
well, what I help other people do as a psychic is that that's what I do. I pinpoint those issues because they're trying to have better lives. They're trying to live their life's purpose. They're trying to live more fulfilling, but they feel stagnant. They don't know where to go. They don't know what's happening. Right. I them. feel like that's something that a lot of people deal with, especially now yeah. with the whole, um, and I won't say that it's like a movement, but like I have, I have noticed it more growing up that there's like a mental health issue, mm-hmm. not even in this country, but in this world. Right. Right. And so, um, what, what I can do, I, f- I found my, through my abilities, I found my niche, like my pave pathway of how to help people. Mm. So I basically, um, any, I, I help people know their goals. I help people create the goals, the life of their dreams, and then I'll re-engineer backwards onto creating actual goals. But while they're trying to go through their goals, you know, what stops them? What what makes them um, fear? What makes them doubt themselves? All of those things start coming up as they try to reach their goals. So what I do is I just um, stop them in the tracks. Let's heal this. Let's take out all your limiting beliefs. Let's heal your traumas of why these are happening, what happened in your past, so that once we heal that and we're taking out that energy, we're essentially reprogramming their, their energetic field, their vibration, their DNA, into something that is more aligned with where they want to go. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So this sounds like a like a very. It doesn't sound like some something that somebody would automatically get into. What got you into into becoming or following this journey in your life? Well, um, you know, since I was young, I've always been a know it all. <laughs> I know it's so funny. You should have been a lawyer. You know. I could be, but I really hate debating. Because uh, I, when I start debate, I'm like, Ugh, I can't yeah. do it. But basically, um, you know, I've my family has always been Buddhist, and my family has dealt with black magic uh, on the bad side of it. Mm. And growing up, it's something that I was traumatized by because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I just want to be a kid. I just want to like be normal, mm-hmm. right? Now, when you say black magic, that's <laughs> like a that's like curses that like or Buddhism. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like really. Curses, like in Asia, Buddhist I mean, or anything. Buddhist pra- practice black magic. Not bo- my family's Buddhist, but you know, people, other uh, people. Okay. Right. So um, that's kind of how I associated like religion and like how, what's happening to my family, and you know, for a long time, it. I just tried to forget about it, and as I grew older, um, I would just know things like I was know it all, and. I try, like, even when my friends were going through trouble and stuff, like, I just knew the answers to their problems. Like, I had the right advice. I give it to them and whether or not they listen to it, whatever. But, um, but I'd, and I was really actually good at listening to my intuition, my gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I knew before things would happen. And I didn't know that there was such thing as psychics, actually. Um, so 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 you think that, that that gut feeling that you had was was a psychic intuition? Yeah, it's intuition. Ah. So, so we all have that. This is all our um, inner guidance system. Okay. Right. So I have that, and it wasn't until um, when I left a really long relationship, six year relationship, and it wasn't it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't it was very stagnant, and I was like, what am I doing? You know, I need to. I need to live my life. This is not what I'm meant to be doing. So I broke down. I surrendered to God. And I was like, normally I'm not religious because I've had a lot of religion trauma with people trying to convert me. And so, you know, that's when I was like, 
I'm going to use the word God. So I use the word God um, because um, it, that, he, that was the last source. So I was like, okay, there ha- there's a higher source out there, obviously, mm-hmm. that's running this entire planet, right? And so just one day when I did that, um, and I was grieving and crying and just like surrendering like this life that I really just didn't suit me. That was when the next like the next day I started feeling so different, so weird. I was just like getting anxiety. I felt like um, like I couldn't like I was dying in the in the house, in the place, in the situation, the people that I'm around. I felt like like I don't even know who I am. I'm like going crazy. Yeah. And um, and so I just had like inner dialogue in my head. Like you need to get out, get out go leave mm-hmm. so i'm like okay i'm gonna i gotta get out i'm gonna leave so when i did that um you know this what i asked god during that surrendering was god please put me on the path to what i'm supposed to be doing with who i'm supposed to be doing it with and so literally like a few days after that you know after moving out i got revealed to my twin flame is what it's called like my soulmate oh okay i was gonna say what's a twin flame yeah Mm -hmm. it's like um your soulmate i mean the person that is like half of you parts of you like you're intertwined right no let me ask you this because Mm -hmm. you mentioned being psychic and all that stuff do you think there's one person for everybody or do you think there's multiple no it's multiple so so when Mm -hmm. you said you found your twin flame you found somebody who has those characteristics that complement you right yes okay yeah that makes sense that complement me um and there's many different uh situations with twin flame relationships many different situations but i've been lucky to have my situation in this lifetime Mm -hmm. with my husband so when um so you know i was going through spiritual awakening as i was really researching about soulmates and what that meant and um what does spirituality mean and and i was just going freaking information junkie just like just reading 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 yeah and so when i met my husband i got revealed to him and at this moment i was like oh my god i want to get another relationship like i'm trying to do me you know like i'm trying to be independent but then i was like wait a minute i asked for the person that I wanted to be with. So here he is. What are you fighting for? What are you fighting about? So then I surrendered to that. <laughs> so 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 what was it that what was it that originally made you go I want to do my own thing? Like what did you did you just like not want to be in a relationship at the time or I wanted to Or or was it something about myself. about his personality that made you go like oh no, I want to do my own thing? Um when I was leaving the last relationship, mm-hmm. I you know I wanted to explore myself by myself. Mm. I wanted to see exactly what was going on with me. And so when when he came in the picture and it was just a magnetic connection that I couldn't get away from. And I was driving myself crazy trying to block it out because mm-hmm. I wanted to be independent, right? Right. So that's when I surrendered. I was like, all right, let's see what's going to go on. Let's see what God has in store for me because I did ask him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like well, I might as well continue surrendering. So, um, long and behold, you know, here he is also interested in me. And we said, I love you. Like three later, three days later, we moved in together a week later and he accepted me fully for the spiritual journey that I was going on. He accepted me for that. Three, and three days later. Yeah. Dang. Crazy. That's super crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, it, and, 
Um, but but I've, I have heard of things like that before where like some people are together for eight years and they're still not ready. You know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. some people like, like I used to have this boss and uh, I think he, he met his he met his wife online through like a dating site mm-hmm. and and they had met for the first time and she ended up moving in with him after like three weeks of dating. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know. And, and they've been together for like five or six years now. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I definitely, I do understand that there are some people, I don't know, does it come down to like a energy kind of thing? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Energy is everything and trusting yourself is everything. Mm. You know, a lot of people get afraid of, oh, what are people going to say? What is going to, you know, what am I, what do I look like if I do this or if I do that? You know, everyone's always living outside themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they don't have the courage, the bravery to really truly listen to that inner gut and do what it is that they actually want to do, they, whatever their desires are and wants and needs are, right? Mm-hmm. So that's part of my work, and that's how I help people um, get onto their life purpose because that's scary. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to be, you have to, it's a 360 transformation from who you thought you were to like shedding off all of the aspects of, you know, the masks that you created for people. Mm-hmm. So, it's really intense. The masks <laughs> that you created for people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you believe that there's like, you know how how relationships sometimes they say that there always needs to be a dominant person in the relationship because when you have two dominant people, their personalities clash. Do you do you believe in that or do you think? No, honestly, in in my interpretation of that, it's it comes down to masculine feminine energy. Mm, masculine and feminine energy mm-hmm. and a lot of most of society is dominated on their masculinity out of their ego fear ego. based ego there's that word yeah and um that's a lot of the reason why there a lot of people are unhappy unfulfilled and not in relationships because they haven't found that relationship with them themselves first so yeah and you know a lot there's a lot of broken relationships out there because hello like you are what you attract right so like if you don't know who you are or if you're broke, like if you don't know that you're broken and there's things not working in your life and you're not, you're not taking the responsibility to really digest that, acknowledge the, your situation, then you're just going to keep attracting things that will show you that that's what's going on inside you. Mm. Mm. How, because mm, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like, what, what would be an example? Like, for example, would you say somebody who, who has like a drinking problem? Okay. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. So something something similar to that? Yeah. So you know you know how they're okay. Say that there's a a girl and a guy and they are having a toxic relationship or they're having a bad relationship, right? And then the girl somehow finds a new lover in the club, the bar, whatever, and then they're like, "Oh my god, I love this person, this and that." Um and they make me feel so alive, right? So they get together she leaves the the no the current boyfriend gets mm-hmm. together with the one she met in the bar or whatever and then three weeks later a month later then shit turns bad why because their demons got attracted to each other their egos like their the toxic habits that they have in them within themselves are synerg- synergized mm. and so um that's kind of like that's kind of how i feel like would you say it's similar to like people meeting meeting on tinder or like a dating app like that yeah it could because that platform is so desensitized that you then 
I guess, like you said, they're demons meat, right? Mm-hmm. The worst part of the meat. But I think it could also be positive still too on TikTok. No, it is. You know? it's, oh, it is. True. Like I said, it's, it's who you are is who you track. So if if I am who I am today and if, you know, if I was single and, you know, I get an inkling, hmm, I want to go on Tinder. Possibly I can have somebody reflecting me who is on there too because they don't know anywhere else to go try to find somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? But who nowadays are completely in tune with themselves not a lot of people no mm-hmm. and it's and it's unfortunate but that's why there's like a huge mass like awakening of people finally getting into their spirituality so going back to that question like or that whole thing you were just speaking about so when you're you're in that transition phase of like when she was trying to find somebody new and she found somebody who had the same energy as her mm-hmm. but it was demonized mm-hmm. what's the best way to go for her so she wouldn't run through that, run into that situation. Or do you have to go through these situations to figure out where you stand? Both. Got it. Um, honestly, this is a really long topic. <laughs> yeah, it's good though. But I love it because it's so deep and intricate. And my understanding of it, maybe I can articulate it better than some other people so that just, you know, people who aren't used to the terminology would get mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. So basically... As a, as a soul, this is a breakdown of how we come here. So we're outside of earth, we're souls, we're energies, high dimensional beings full of happiness and just unconditional love. And we have decided out of all of the galaxies and the universes out there, you know, planets that we're from, we've decided, I want to go experience what it feels like to be blah, blah, blah on earth. So our soul has a contract essentially um, with the higher dimension. Like, Hey, I want to go on earth, do this, this, and this. And literally our soul has in details of what we're going to experience on earth. But within those details, there are multiple timelines of what you can go through. Then that's deep. So you're, you're saying like your soul could have been, could have, could have had that contract for, for like, Somebody who was born in like the 1600s versus somebody who was born now, you're going to be list. You're going to be faced with a whole new list of diff, like different yeah. abnormalities or. Yes. I um, mean, I've lived 50, my soul, me, I lived 50 years prior to this lifetime right now. So um, our souls can, you know, it's essentially reincarnation. Mm-hmm. But um, also oh, you believe in reincarnation. Yeah. Okay. And reincarnation, it, it's said many different ways. But when I think of reincarnation, it's like, okay, the last, my last past life, I was an Indian chief and I had a a gang of wolves and I was the ones who were trying to go out there and protect villages who were trying to get um, murdered and, you know, and like basically killed. How, How did you find out about that? Like what? What made you realize that's what your past life was? How, I mean, also, like, how would somebody know what their past life is? Would they have to go to somebody who's in a, like an angelic counselor? And mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Well, for me, because I, I get, I have universal source with, I can channel anything. If you ask me a question, I can find it out. I'm not, I don't know it all, but I can know thing, it all. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't know everything, but I can know anything. That's how I say it. So you have like a, like a psychic Google in your head? Yeah. That's what it is? Basically. That's (laughs) a good way to put it. Yeah. Psychic Google. But you know, it's, it's in order for me to be able to be balanced in everything and being a human and a psychic, Mm -hmm. like it really, I really have, it takes being grounded and it takes knowing yourself to the fucking bone. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So um, because this like you can't know everything and not everything is meant for you to know. Mm-hmm. Because essentially it would you you don't need it. You would just hoard shit in your body for no reason. <laughs> Ooh, I had to cough there. Yeah, I guess I, that would be you'd be a hoarder at that point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're moving right now, and there's things that I'm finding throughout the house. I'm like, oh, yeah. That, I, I I forgot I had that. Throw it away. I would like to no, I like to sell it. <laughs> or that. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. that. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Are there? Would you say there's any common misconceptions to people who are psychics? Um, common misconceptions. It's not that it's common misconception is that people think that psychics are one, like all psychics know the same thing at like like anything else in business in life in career we all have our own separate unique niches and our own skill sets and our own talents and abilities right Mm -hmm. so psychics are the same um if everyone was like me then i wouldn't be here right or Mm -hmm. or like for example mediums if like if you if you if medium mediums um are people who can speak to um the crossed over means like the dead essentially they can um channel with the with them and see them so that they can help you know their families whoever's alive so basically it's the people in the movies who have the table right right Mm -hmm. and they kind of like the lights go dim (laughs) and then the lights flicker somebody on my phone jesus and then like basically they channel voices or or their parents or something yeah their like parents that. but here's the thing like do people do their voices change when they do things like that because that's how the movies portray them so right <laughs> so that's a misconception too okay, okay. the movies portray fear-based spirituality okay fear-based spirit and oh that's what sells right yeah that's what sells fear and if anything with anything in life it is up to you to get the best in um experience through your intentions so what are your intentions, right? So like I for Ouija boards, for example, the Ouija board isn't evil. It's a person using it could be with those intentions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And plus movies have them based out in movies that kind of push that narrative. Yeah, of, most of kids like, don't use a Ouija board to talk to their dead ancestors they do it to just like oh i want to call a demon and see what yeah happens. it's kind of like yeah. when you go in the mirror and you say bloody mary three times or something like yeah. that right and like because they're curious oh right. like is this is this real i'll be honest i've never done that before like i'm still scared <laughs> to this day of, to do it yeah me too my ass died i'm like no nah, yeah. i'm good <laughs> and, and, and there's this movie coming out next year called la llorona oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know I used to love scary movies before my awakening. Uh-huh. Like, Wait, so now you don't watch them at all? No, really? I can't because it really interpedes my energy. It really. But, but like, even if it's like for an inter- entertainment purposes where you're like, okay, I'm going to, like, for example, there's some music that I listen to, not because I, l- like, it's my cup of tea as far as like, oh, I, it, it provokes deep thought within me, but it's kind of like, oh, that's my ratchet playlist. It's like I'm party play music. That. Yeah, it's like it has its purpose. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it, I'm not going to go out there and, and, and use these words that they're using in these songs. Right. But it's just like for an entertainment purposes. Or do you think that even though somebody might use it for something like that, like, for example, a gym playlist, right? And it's got nothing but trap music and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, songs about uh, womanizing and all that stuff. Do you think that's still, even though you're using it just for entertainment or for that specific subconsciously, purpose? It's subconsciously, it's Subconsciously, like it's burning something. itself into you? Yeah dang everything okay everything binormal beats you know the different frequencies of those the hurts and those it's all intentional it all hits different things different vibrations within our bodies so like you know that's why i don't 
um because i am in spirit already and Mm -hmm. i have like i am up i am in you know the high vibration energies so good the good vibration so it wouldn't do my myself good to watch a scary movie because that the vibration of those scary movies is just gonna keep pulling me down mm-hmm. and it's not that it's not scary because honestly when i watch scary movies i think of like the directors behind it and all the cgi and all the freaking the editing, makeup the and makeup all that, yeah I, you know i see through all of that mm. but just the intention of what they're doing i feel it heavily because i'm an empath too so oh, what's an, what's an empath? empath empathic person is somebody who can feel the like feelings empathetic? yes oh, okay so like i can deeply feel the feelings of other people and um okay. and also um a clairsentient well clair clairsentient is um is a feel true like deep feeling so that's actually what that is but empath is just knowing the feelings of other people like just stepping in their shoe so you can you can tell when somebody's sad or somebody's mad oh yeah but even if they don't say anything i can like if you told me your cousin's name yeah i can tell you what's going on with him right now really mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. do it what about my sister your sister yeah she's stressed out the fuck like out of life right now yeah she she she, she, does, get, <laughs> she, she does get like anxiety and things like that she so, does and that's yeah. has, has was she here this past week uh was she i, I, I want to say maybe she was she came to pick up something or drop something off yeah maybe that's yeah. what it's, it's that's the anxiety i was feeling in my stomach when i walked in here really mm-hmm. jesus no i I got hella anxiety <laughs> i can't even front it's probably me they put me on the spot right well, now i mean it's like you know you're all you guys are all reflections of each other uh-huh. so you've all attracted each other so there's like bits and pieces of within you guys that are you know synchronized mm-hmm mm-hmm so like so, so like us would, right now, yeah. I'm attracted to you guys because you guys are just start like in this game, and I'm in my career game too, and right. it's just starting. So that's right. why that's why we came together. What 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 can you tell about our intentions though with this podcast? You have pure intentions. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's what I that's what I hope so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hold on. So so if if anybody gives you a name, you can automatically tell anything as long as they're related to them, or is that like a I know. I told you I can know anything like like it's it's really intense but um but I I I help you process through those things so can I try go ahead um do I say the name of my brother I forgot what it was what do we do again so do you want you want to know about your brother and your mom Yeah, I just want to know if how you feel so like what do you feel from them your brother and your mom yeah you Wait. see how I just pointed them two out right now? Because mm-hmm. they're heavily that's they're heavily in your thoughts right now. Mm-hmm. You're super worried about them because you're you're afraid that they're gonna make the wrong decisions without your input. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. But that's something that's why you have anxiety for. And also because I'm moving. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's cool though. Mm-hmm. And that's I dope. and I think low key that you kind of want your mom to live with you to help her. That's dope. Mm-hmm. I'm just finding out about this right now. What? What you just said. Oh. Yeah. Oh, she ain't living with me. She's <laughs> living with my brother. She's yeah. good. <laughs> nice. But, so, uh, go ahead. Dang, that's, I mean, it's it's just, I mean, is there a certain event that happens in somebody's life that makes them realize, okay, let's say you did find out you have that, it's like, you know, 
I, I keep thinking psychotic. It's psychic, angelic. Psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy. It's, it's, okay, so you so you find out you have these powers. What uh-huh. makes somebody like you go, okay, now I want to use it to help people versus like, I just want to win the lottery. <laughs> what mean, are the numbers? You know what? It's my life purpose, serving people. I've always, growing up as a motherly person, and I always wanted the best for everybody. And, you know, I I've try like i'm a true i'm an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and how do i what do i be an entrepreneur in right mm-hmm. so how do i be an entrepreneur and be fulfilled so that's step two now how do i make money being entrepreneur and fulfilled mm-hmm. step three but where right right so all of those things you really have to like just keep like chipping away chipping away into who you are and it really takes a lot of commitment and dedication to really get to know yourself and to really take out every distraction thing person family member that isn't where you want to be you have to do it because that's you doing that is just you respecting yourself to core and just loving yourself deeply and it's that energy when you begin doing that taking action and leading by action mm-hmm. is they'll they'll start feeling feeling it and they'll start seeing it you don't have to say a word they're just going to do it. But you got to, you got to be laser focused in really like getting to know who the fuck you are. Right. And there's different, there's different, I have many different purposes, right? We have a, we have a soul mission here on earth, but like I said, there's like many different purposes, life purposes. So. Do, do you think everybody on this planet has a purpose? Everybody. Mm-hmm. And like I said, everyone has a purpose, but in order to get to that purpose, they have to know what like through their decisions really puts them in the different timelines that they're in. You have a really, the really shitty timeline or you have like the highest self timeline right? in this life. Now, cause you mentioned that everybody has the ability to be psychic mm-hmm. or they are already psychic. I mean, think of it this way. Everybody has the ability to play basketball, but you ain't going to be no Michael Jordan. Right. Okay. Right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. So, okay. So you said everybody has, everybody's life has purpose. When you say purpose, you don't, you don't, you don't look at it from a, okay, well, your purpose is to be a singer. Your purpose is to be an artist. You don't look at it from that Mm -hmm. standpoint, right? How do you look at purpose? So when I'm, when I am mentoring my psychics, once they know their purpose into an actually now, now they know their purpose as a psychic. Now I mentor them into an entrepreneur. So I show them, I find their niche. Like they know their niche, who their audience is because it's like, um, I work backwards. Mm-hmm. I work from the inside out, not the outside in. So when you, because we all have different audiences that are out there that are waiting for us to become that person that they need. So it's up to us, right? To be committed and being that person, like I'm, a thousand percent. I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? So it's, it's up to us. So all of us has an audience to help serve and they're all waiting for you to become the be- your highest self. They're all waiting for you. So your due diligence is to be committed in knowing who you are down to that core so that you can begin attracting those people that you need to serve. And, and you're going to know, I mean, they're going to find you because you know who you are. And you, you're going to know who, how you're going to make sure that you attract them. You know what avenues are, they're going to come through. But what mm-hmm. if it never happens? Then you just and Then people die unfulfilled. You know, they die unfulfilled. They they leave Earth, look at their contract. Shit, I got a fucking D minus. I need to go back there. I need to go back in Earth and try to redo this. I need to get better at this. So you think that when somebody dies, if, they're, if they die an unfulfilled life, they come back to try again? Yeah, because 
honestly, this world, okay, this is going to blow your mind. Yeah. Outside of this world is complete love. All of the different species and dimensions and the aliens out there, they're all watching us because they can't believe how egotistical, fear-based, psychotic that we are as humans. And all the times that, and they're sometimes afraid to come down here because they don't want us to start a war and they don't want to get killed. And they're just like trying really hard to try to help us Mm -hmm. elevate, help us transition into better, um, you know, evolve, evolve into better humanity. So it takes yin and yang, right? Good, Mm -hmm. bad, good, uh, bad energy to make good energy happen. Good energy to make bad energy happen. But like, this world's super intricate. So, so, so you <laughs> think there are aliens out there who are watching our evolution? Yeah. So, okay, because I've because I've heard something mm-hmm. like this before. I, I might have, might have watched like a YouTube video, and they mentioned how essentially uh, there's different layers of consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. And depending on like, for example, right now, our our souls being trapped in these bodies, that's like a very, very basic level of consciousness to where we actually need physical bodies to go from one location to the other. But then once you transcend to that next level of consciousness, you you literally exist at all times throughout everything. And it's like a whole nother, you Oneness. know. Yeah. I mean, there's actually, um, what I send to my clients is that I have this article that kind of explains the 10 levels of consciousness. Mm-hmm. consciousness. And um, I have them go read all of them and see where they are. And we're all at different consciousness levels at all different times for all different reasons. Everything is happening for us very specifically. Like I said, it's all written in our soul's contract. So who writes these contracts? The higher, our creator, whoever that is. Yeah. Whoever that is. And so, um, it's funny because there's people out there who will, who will say like, like, I don't necessarily say I believe in this or that, but I know there's something out there. Like, mm-hmm. somebody, like, oh, that's some, that's almost something that the majority of people can agree is, like, yeah, I don't There's know. a higher power. Maybe it's Jesus. Maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it's, I don't know, because there's so many different religions and so many different avenues, right, for mm-hmm. spiritualism. Whatever it Wait. is, we can all agree that it's Religion something. and spirituality is separate. Really? Yeah, because you can be spiritual in your religion. What does it mean to be spiritual? The definition of spiritual is pertaining to your spirit. Mm-hmm. So people can live, people can be raised by a certain religion, but maybe they don't follow what that religion forces you to practice. Mm-hmm. And you still call yourself that, but really you listen to yourself. You listen to your intuition. That's pertaining to your spirit. That's all it is. It's just like listening to your intuition. Right. Right. Because I I always say, like, even though I'm not necessarily like even religious mm -hmm. and I don't really consider myself to be spiritual either. I like I've always said, like, my philosophy in life is just to be a good person. Right. Be a good person and people will be a good person back to you. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's always going to be those people who try to, you know, do do you bad. Mm -hmm. But, you know, kind of like the law of attraction, right? You attract what you give out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. Like. So what what are some practices that somebody who's spiritual practices versus somebody who's religious? So, you know, when, for example, like this other day, I had a Christian lady come try to convert me into her Bible study. And she's saying to me how there is no way to reach a heavenly God unless through Bible study or through Jesus. And that's her life. That's yeah. her makeup. That's her religion. And, you know, instead of defending myself and my who I am, you know, I just let her be she's on her path and she's there paving a way for other people who need her and who Mm -hmm. need to be guided in that certain way because we all come here and live different things different experiences for different reasons and so i just let that be 
And so for me, what I explain is, you know, I honestly, I speak to God straight up. I, I channel him myself. I speak to him inside here because if all Bibles were to be burned tomorrow, how will you speak to God? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Why would he leave you on this earth without an internal guidance system that he can reach you to? Mm-hmm. That's just silly. Why would he do that? Yeah. So what I tell people is like, okay, the Bible is, is honestly a really great, powerful tool full of like awesome wisdom and like life experience. You know what I mean? That like it can help yeah. a lot of people and yeah. a lot of nations, but um, a lot for the people who are seeking into that, trying to, I don't know, use it just essentially to, for their purpose. It's not, it's not the correct makeup. Because we each have a purpose and the Bible will help guide you through the, the um, how to be thinking right, right? But there's not, your name, your name and your birthday is not on there with the exact plan of what God told you to do in this life. Like, oh, Beyonce, you're going to go be a singer. Yeah. Jay-Z, you're going to be a fucking philanthropist, investor. And a baller. And a baller. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. how do we reach our purpose? But first you got to go start selling crack. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get there. <laughs> oh, that's funny that you mentioned that. Why? Because Biggie's my spirit guide. Oh, Biggie's Biggie like, notorious yeah. B-I-G. He's your, he's he's your spirit, my spirit guide? guide? He's one of my first ones. What do you mean? Um, he's so, your spirit guide. Like, explain that to me. So a spirit guide are... Um, I'm loving these terms, by the way. Spiritual mentors. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they're they're the higher dimension who crossed over, and in in that realm, they're if they can reach you, they're gonna try to mentor you through life. Okay. That's basically what they are for me. To is, me. Is, so you're saying Biggie Smalls, mm-hmm. he can reach out to multiple people. He can, but this is how I got to actually knowing that he's my spirit guide. Yeah. So during my awakening. <clears throat> Um, during my awakening one morning, I had this crazy, super lucid dream that I was sleeping in my bed and there was a tall, bald, like basketball player looking guy coming toward me through my bathroom. And I was freaking out. I was like, what the hell? Like I legit felt like this is a, so real. But then I was like, well, but, but it's a dream, but it's real. But like, you know, it's weird. Yeah. And so um, I like went to go grab like my lamp and I was like trying to like block myself from him. He's walking like slow, slow, slow down. Wait, I'm, I'm not here to hurt you. And so I'm like, what? And, and then he um, he's like, follow me. And he pointed like to my kitchen. So I looked over to my kitchen and I see Biggie Smalls sitting on my counter and like and he's wearing black. He's wearing um, his gold chain. And then, and I, you know what? In my life, like previously, I don't really watch Biggie Smalls. I don't really like, I listen to some music when it plays, but I don't really like tune into his life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not like a fan fan, right? Right. So that was interesting to me. Like, why am I having a dream about a basketball player and Biggie Smalls right now? Right. And next to Biggie Smalls was also like a jazz player kind of guy in a leather jacket. And he had a hat and both of them were just like, just just like tuning their head back and forth and i was like what are you guys doing here and they're like we're trying to help you and i was like what what the hell this is so weird right he's like what i was like what do you mean he's like don't worry baby and i was like okay and then literally i woke up i woke up when i woke up i looked at my my fan and my light and it was fuzzy like it was like vibrating like waving and i was like all right, I, uh, I, what? Like, I think I, I think I just jumped a dimension. Like I was just 
in another you know their dimension yeah so then um then i became curious about spirit guides this was before i knew that he was one but i had him in a dream so i I start searching looking it up on google in the internet and then um i was reading about spirit guides and what they are and you know when i asked myself like so is biggie my spirit guide like i i felt a warm like feeling in my body i was like yes like oh okay i'm gonna run with it all right that's cool Mm -hmm. you know it's like interesting so then you know on my journey again i come to a realization of like i asked who my main spirit guide is so who is my main spirit guide and each one of us has many multiple hundreds okay that's gonna that was gonna be one of my questions yeah that's why i'm saying it now because i know (laughs) so um, she in my head (laughs) she in my head right now so uh, as everyone has just a few spirit guides that have traveled with you from way like your first life on earth and they traveled with you to help you and there are spirit guides who um have been with you just for this life when you just got born or who come in and out of your life in different life experiences to kind of help guide you through those experiences so what i knew from when i when i asked when i had a meditation i did this through meditation so i did a meditation about okay who's my main spirit guide and when I, when I got deep into it, this lady came into my face, like my vision. And long story short, I heard the name um, Mo- Monica and I looked up Monica and, and when I saw this lady, she kind of looked like she was in like those old paintings in like the Bible, like, you know, like the, that table, what's that table? Oh, like, the, the Last Supper? Yeah, the Last Supper, like that kind of clothing. Mm. Like, okay, so, so she was really like that. prehistoric. Yeah. Like. Really prehistoric. I was like, interesting, right? Like they had sheets on. Yeah. And then I looked at Monica and what I came to find that really resonated with me and that I truly like what, like, it's like a belief, like it just resonated, synchronized. Okay. This is my spirit guide, St. Monica, mother of St. Augustine. They're in the Bible and she's a hardcore Christian. Which, okay. I was going to say, which Bible is that? The hardcore Christian. Christian. Mm-hmm. But she's... To me, she's like super sarcastic. She's a reason why I love wine because in the Bible, they talks about her being like obsessed with wine. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so I kept channeling with her. Like I, I finally developed an ability to like, to believe myself of actually the thoughts that come in my head are not me being crazy. Right. Like, cause they're like, her tone is a different tone. She's sarcastic and super like blunt all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, not all the time right mm-hmm. so well, do, do you think do you th- so everybody has a spirit guide and everybody has mm-hmm. multiple spirit guides yeah but do they are they influenced by them without them even knowing or is it something that they have to go through this spiritual journey to get to the no having a spirit guide okay so everybody so even i have a spirit guide. yeah and they I've influence noticed, you i've seen i've seen like like some people who who just have personalities that don't really match what they look like right like i have, I have like i have this the skinny white friend and i'm like dude you're like a you're like a like a like a old black chick bro like the way he talks like you just, you just have, he just has that that sass you know what i mean that's so yeah exactly okay. so you're saying like people can be influenced by them mm-hmm. personality wise too yeah okay definitely and you know when you when you see people change and be a totally different person it's a different spirit guide yeah you know or it's just a different transformation just like everyone's just going through their journeys 
they're not conscious enough to know what the hell is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. I feel like that, that, that generally about life, we all say, do behave, act and do like, we just do things that we can't necessarily always explain. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes you feel certain ways and you don't know why. Exactly. And I mean, and, and there's no handbook to being a person on this planet. Uh, so I feel like there's like a whole, <laughs> the Bible. Know, you know, yeah. The, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super into the whole thing. But uh, I, I always say, like, I mean, there's so many different religions out here, man. Like, who's to say who got it right, you know? Right. I and, mean, and the ego and, uh, is the one that says I got it right. Yeah, the ego. I just say, man, I'm happy and fulfilled doing what I do. I think I got it right for myself. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what matters. How, <laughs> yeah. how would you say uh, how would you say Biggie Smalls has helped you? Okay, so moving on to the story, what I realized is that Biggie Smalls is actually training under Monica. She's training him as a spirit guide. Mm. And Biggie, he was really helping me at the time automatic write, meaning he was helping me really like ground all the the it like universal wisdom and the messages from my angels into um, writing or te- typing, texting. So I can just zone out and just like type stuff and all of it comes out. And Biggie helps me do that. And he's helping me copy, right, too. Um, but... He, he, he grew curious as to like guide me into trying to reach out to his ex-wife Faith and to tell her who the murderer was for him. And I did. And I reached, I tried to reach out to her on Instagram. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that you know? Yeah. Damn. Damn. I'm, I'm kind of curious as to asking who, are you allowed, are you allowed to say? I don't know. He just said, he said, just say it. Okay. John. I don't John. know, John. I don't know who it is, honestly. I don't know, but that's the name that came. That's what the name he told me, John. Do, does he say John is in association with whoever murdered P- Tupac? Possibly. No, he said no. He said no. Mm-mm. Different people. There you go, guys. You guys heard it here first. What if, what if you got <laughs> murdered? He didn't know who killed you. Then you just wouldn't know. No, I think you would find out, right? Or would you find out? Or can you find out? Oh, like after you cross over? Yeah. Like yeah, you know everything. Really? You know, you know, automatically know everything? Well, I mean, when you cross over, when you cross over, you are expanding to know everything. Yeah. You know, you're like, you're like seeing yourself um, outside of, of your body, but, yeah. but you're still in that, in that phase of, you still have your ego still like kind of residue, you know, the, the residue of your ego yeah. is still there and you're who you are. Everything is still there. Um, so this is interesting. I'm going to go into this topic, how I know. I'm going to tell you how souls get cleaned off from earth. Okay. Okay. So this one night, my husband and I did shrooms and we were... Oh boy. (laughs) My intention for this shroom moment was to go back home, go back to my, who who created me? Where Where was I created, born from, right? And so man oh man um when i set that intention and we were just listening to like shroom music beats um i you know i saw myself going through the wormhole like the tunnel through different dimensions and i was going going and then i finally got to this like arena when i got to this arena there was like angels like and just pure love like oh my god it feels so good so euphoric and i was just like and like i just feel like just a halo like there was like hi what's up like so happy like and i was like wow 
this is where I came from. Like I'm like, that's how I know I talked to angels. Cause I went there. Mm-hmm. So for myself, I I'm an earth angel and that's kind of my purpose. Like my archetype, my soul archetype for this lifetime is a soul angel. What, I are, mean, the, what are the different earth archetypes? Angel. Um, Earth Angel. Yeah, this is going some video game shit. But yeah, what is that? Yeah, I used to think you should, you should definitely like <laughs> think about making this a video game. I play the shit out of this video game, dude. Well, my husband's, um, him and his partners are actually creating an app, okay. a bodybuilding app. So when if you have him on here to interview, he will probably talk to about talk bodybuilding about that. app. That sounds mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, that sounds, sounds nice. Yeah, but it's like a something. <laughs> yeah <laughs> something about yeah. deadlifts and shit something about that it's, it's cool it's fun that's yeah. tight mm-hmm. i've always said that uh like my like you know how some people just don't want to work out right they, they they're too lazy or they make excuses or they just they just don't want to do it because it's too hard i feel like if you gamify working out kind of like the apple watch did with like you know tr- being able to challenge people mm-hmm. and do things like that that makes it fun and that makes text takes another layer off of it right so i've always told chuck like what like there should be a gym where you could actually like, oh, can I can I say it? What the the whole the, basically video game gym where you can basically uh, my idea? No, it wasn't your idea, fool. I'm just kidding. I don't even know what we'll you're talking about. Right to be here. honest, no, it's basically a game. <laughs> it's basically a gym that you go and everything you do earns you points, right? Ooh. So like every mile you run, every or every even even make, break it down to the step, every step that you take, and it's all done through like crypto. You know what I mean? Like it's guess other. what? Hmm. We all pick up on the same ideas. Yeah, that's part of us being psychic. So okay, yeah, you know what? It's crazy that you say that because there's been times when I'm in a room with my brother or my dad, mm-hmm. and we literally it's dead quiet. Nobody has talked for twenty minutes. We're either on our I'm on my phone, he's on TV, and then we'll start singing the exact same song, or he'll say or he'll sing a song, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, I was just thinking about that song. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's being telepathic. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. So that's why they say there's no such thing as a new idea. Like everything's, everything's been, been done. done yeah. It's just yeah. it's just up to you to execute it. Yeah, yeah. Fruition. Well, I mean, if you if you really break it down, uh, who was it that said it? Uh, Quincy Jones said that there's. I don't know if it, if it's him that said it, but it's him where I heard it. He said there's only twelve musical notes ever in existence, and there's only twelve notes. But look at all the different songs you've, you mm-hmm. you know that people have made. So yeah, when you have a foundation and you become resourceful and creative and shit, you make a lot of shit happen. Do you think people take on characteristics from people they hang out with or they're around constantly or? Absolutely. Like you are who you attract and all of that energy rubs off. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, let's let's go back to. Um, Sorry, we're how, keep getting distracted yeah, no, here. We're just like going over <laughs> topics. Off I just have like 10,000 so much. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll come back. Yeah. And we're just keep Definitely. talking about new things. Um, but back to the the going through the shroom. So after I saw the angels and everything, I I traveled down to a different dimension, and it was like a hallway with like doors, doors, doors. You know, like massage doors, right? You saw mm-hmm. like things like that, mm-hmm. and so I go into a. I go into the first door and like, oh hey, sounds like super like tired. Go to the next door, hey 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 hey, sounds like this nigga's on crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, oh, am I supposed to say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> this world is so different. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, everything's offensive. Okay, but then the last door was more offensive. Uh-huh. It was like I opened it. I was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, get out. Mm-hmm. And you know what that came to my mind? This guy is Kim Jong Il, North Korean leader what yeah and oh my god i was like wow it took it's taking him such a long time to get cleaned 
like from his soul. Now, King King Jong Il is the dad of Un, right? Mm-hmm. He's the one. He's, okay. he's like one of the the worst ones, right? The ones who are like poor people in North Korea. Yeah, like, I don't know the story too much, but I do know he was a bad guy. Exactly, yeah. and there it is, bad guy. Like you're in a soul, you're in a dimension, and you're you still have human ego mm-hmm. coming out, mm-hmm. like cussing at me right now. This is mm-hmm. crazy. And so when I traveled back and I got back into my body and woke up, I was so afraid, guys. I was I woke I woke up my husband. I was like, oh my god, we, we need to, we need to get out of this house. I think I think he sees me. I think he, like I got paranoid. I thought that he was gonna like energetically freaking bomb, bomb me and stuff like that. <laughs> it was nuts. And so after that, my husband and I drove like across the street to Jack in the Box parking lot to sleep until the sun came up. Wow. Mm-hmm. Paranoid. Yeah. yeah. Be careful, too. <laughs> exactly. I'll just say that's just shrooms, though. <laughs> I mean, shrooms, man. I haven't tried them, well, but I've heard no. some stories. No, because shrooms with me, like, it's everything has to do with your intention. Mm-hmm. And so I love shrooms personally. But during that moment, because I'm, I'm, you know, you're in, energy, you're in a different energy field. Mm-hmm. So when I met him, his soul, that was the last, that was the thing that I was like, holy shit. This like going through that situation is probably why I'm telling the story now. Mm-hmm. Like the the different dimensions in this universe, like things like that. Yeah, because that's the one thing. Like when I took uh, acid, my first not my first time. I'll say like I don't know one, however many times. Mm-hmm. But uh, it the thing I like about it is it it kind of like takes me through all my emotions, mm-hmm. and it'll go, it'll progress through each one, and it it like. It feels like something's watching you and waiting for you to like, okay, how are you going to deal with this emotion? Yeah. Then once you pass it, it'll move you to the next one. It's like, okay, what about now? And then the next one and then the next one. And then finally at the end, it's like, okay, you figured out all your emotions. You know, you went through everything and then you just feel bliss and you feel good. That's why I always like it because it always, it, it puts me into each emotion and like, tells me what to do like okay you need to fix this this and this you should Mm -hmm. start doing this but a lot of times like i do believe alcohol bad food fucking stress everything it's like blocking your third eye or whatever you want to call it and you become a little bit fuzzy you know and like a lot of people don't understand like whatever you want to call it the government or everything but everything we do and me and kim can kind of like talk on this like we've been eating not the best Oh lately, yeah, we've been messing. I've up. been feeling fucking terrible, like not even like in in my place. Hey, you know what? It, I'll say this: it's an experiment, dude. Like I, I, just, gave, I just gave a purpose, bro. Hey, we've been we've talk. been messing up. Meaning, I, I'm, I'm I giving almost, it meaning. Yeah. I almost want to do this just because now I'm like, I'm. I think I'm done. Yeah. And then we're gonna be like, yo, let's get pizza. <laughs> no, <I'm playing. laughs> uh, Habits. I I just think it's tight because it's also showing me like, okay, this shit's really making me feel bad. Fast foods and all this and yeah. Like, the, they say the, like the, the other day we we went to uh, Roberto's bur- oh. uh, to get some burritos. We both got burrito. He got two burritos. I got one burrito and a quesadilla. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, it must have been like eleven thirty at night, oh, and man. we didn't go to sleep till like two three in the morning. Cause it was digesting and you're. Well, no, it's yeah. just oh. it's just we we're always like busy and we're always mm-hmm. doing something or we're we'll, we'll we'll like play a video game or something for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, but I remember waking up like super early and just going like, oh, I feel like almost like when you have a hangover. Mm-hmm. And your head is just like messed and up. And you're just groggy. Your body is just sluggish. And it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, 
it it just it was not a good feeling, and that's actually the reason why I stopped drinking. I stopped drinking back in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, I didn't have Congrats. a I, I didn't have, thank you. I didn't have like a problem where I like I drank too often too mm-hmm. much, but like I did know I did start noticing that when I did drink, even if it was a special occasion, I would not have a limit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and when I when and I don't like when I can't control something yeah, like that. Of fish. Yeah, dude. Like I'll drink till <laughs> I'll just, just like, I'll drink until I genetics. lose all motor function. Yeah, those are those genetics. Yeah, those genetics right there for you, Mexican people, man. Because my body will puke if I drink too much. You know, my body's yeah. like, okay, right, bro. You're so out. I mean, that's, I can talk on that one. What? Um, why you feel those things and on a metaphysical level, on a spiritual level. Yeah, okay. So interesting enough that the reason why they told me to go vegan was exactly the same thing. I've been eating processed food. I've, I'm busy. It's heavy on your body. It's heavy on my body, right? But the one factor why they wanted me to go vegan is to detox my body from the energies of the processed food, from from the produce. So, you know, all the, all the cow, all the chicken, you know, everything that we eat, we're eating their energy field. We're eating you know their life yeah. experiences, how how freaking shitty their lives were and how they're being tortured and all that stuff and how negative and sad and scarcity and fear that they felt, right? We're eating that. We're ingesting that. Yeah. And yeah, our buddy, our, our buddy Gabe was talking about that too, about how basically like he, he'll do now a uh, 24 to 36 hour fasting mm-hmm. where he doesn't, and this is not like a fad, like he does it as a lifestyle and he's been doing it for about a year or two now. A year and a half maybe um but he'll literally eat once a day and he he will literally not eat meat or kind of like a vegan based diet mm-hmm. or sometimes he'll throw some meat in there but it's not very much like it's also very portion controlled um and he believes that we as people aren't i mean we can and we we have been doing it for years we can eat three four five times a day mm-hmm. but he says that the way that that we should be eating is literally not as a means to kind of like we were eating for entertainment right as opposed yeah. to eating for, for, for needing it mm-hmm. um and he says like you know we've been tricked to believe that we have to eat every six hours or three times a day like that's what think about it when you're a kid what they tell you right drink your milk so your mm-hmm. balls get strong right uh, uh what's it called uh, eat three meals a day because you have to keep going and the thing is like i noticed uh when i first started doing like ketogenic dieting which mm-hmm. is like basically no carbs um i started noticing that my body got sick but it also adapted it adapted, and then I was starting to get used to only eating once or twice a day. What would happen if you ate carbs? Would anything happen? Would you feel um, shittier or no? Uh, not, not to a huge extent. Um, but when I first, when I, when I was transitioning from, from always eating carbs to not eating carbs, mm-hmm. I, I did get the flu. I got the flu. Yeah, because your body, your body goes into like a shock, yeah, mm-hmm. mode, and that lasted like two days, I think. Um, but once that was done, I mean, I was eating uh, a very controlled, like you know four ounces of pork or something like that mm-hmm. with some some uh some greens um some cauliflower just kind of like very low carb i was taking in less than i think 10 carbs a day wow yeah so really low yeah i mean I, I lost a ton of weight on it uh so it does work yeah the the only thing is like when you get off of it you tend to gain weight the, right back you know what i mean like mm-hmm. even even if you're not eating badly you'll gain it right back because your body's not used to what's happening and then you start getting hungrier more like i'll notice now that i'm not on it i do get hungry every three hours you know what i mean yeah as opposed to when my mind was trained to believe that you know i only need to eat once a day i don't know life is just so it's so interesting because like how i see it is like you know people who go vegan or just try to change their diet and whatnot you know because they want to live a better life and everything but like people have to understand you have to have all the things right 
not just one thing mm-hmm. you can't just be vegan and think you're you gonna be, be sh- good strategic yeah you gotta you gotta know that being happy is super important mm-hmm. like if you have to if you stress every time you fuck up on your diet that's probably worse than just eating bad you mm-hmm. know because like stress is such a heavy thing on your body oh yeah because like, you have that guilt yeah it's like yo you're stressing out your body more so that's why i live day by day like i, I yeah. can legitimately say i'm stressed out because i'm fucking eating like shit but it's also just because there's a trillion things happening right now but I'm also excited. It makes me happy because I'm like, oh, I can't wait till I get back on my good health. Mm-hmm. So it gives me that little bit of like go to be like, okay, once everything's settled, and I know that they're probably like, why don't you, why don't you just do it now? Well, because this is kind of like a little <laughs> thing I like. I don't know. I, you know how we all have I, vices. Yeah. I don't do a lot of stuff. I'm not an addictive person. Uh huh. But I think like this time it does kind of just like straighten me Bro, away it goes back to the whole thing of like why do people why do people let themselves eat so much on thanksgiving it's the mentality behind it it's like a you know a kind you know, of comfort just, feeling i mean yes and no okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take you guys into the metaphysical oh, routes okay yep. here we go okay so the reason why our bodies produce fat is for survival and a lot of times it's like when i when i was on a constant yo-yo diet because i used i am a fitness person too i'd look i do bodybuilding bikini bodybuilding and so the reason why I couldn't keep my weight off is because I was emotionally like suppressed. Like emotionally, I suppressed everything that I felt. I didn't say what I meant to say to who I'm supposed to say it to. I didn't speak up for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I denied um, my anger for some people sometimes because I feel like that's bad. You know, so all of those things um, cause our bodies to cre- create like a insulation. Mm hmm. So that's the survival mode for our inner selves. And so depending on where on your body it's located, metaphysically, also your body parts will tell you what aspects of your life that you're being affected, that that you're having trouble and challenges with. And it's really interesting because, um, so this is a funny topic because back to like eating the meats and stuff and being strategic with like with your friend you know and being uh, i believe in fasting because i fast too Mm -hmm. um but for me i why am i not vegan all the time because for one thing in a spiritual way all the animals like animals want to serve too they want to give too now besides the animals that are getting like just tortured and like i'm you know like for made for conventional groceries and shit like that Mm -hmm. but um there are animals who are well catered to who are tended to who are like just living the animal life and they come here to give love provide you know company and also to share what they can create milk such as and um as their souls they're here i don't i believe that not all animals want to be an animal forever because i don't want to be human forever so let me ask you this then because since you mentioned that do do you believe that's part of the reason why animals weren't given the level of consciousness that we have i mean because you can't picture a chicken building a society right it doesn't happen that way they go off instinct right right and they do have their own groups but can a human (laughs) yeah can as a human when you die can you sign off as a as like a chicken can you be like i want to be a chicken you can you i honestly it's infinite (laughs) infinite realities infinite choices and decisions Mm -hmm. and so if i wanted to go be an ant in my next life probably could an ant? An ant. Why would you want to be an ant, though? I don't know. 
Exactly, but Superhuman why? Superhuman you know? strength. Because you know, you gotta have animals. like a bat fetish or something. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in an ant farm. I want to be. I want to be a bee. Is it true that bees, when they sting you, they they die when they lose their sting? Bumblebees. I'm not yes. quite sure. I'm not an animal. Yeah, bumblebees <laughs> for sure. Uh-huh. If they sting you and they lose their stinger, because it literally rips out all their organs. Oh, what? Yeah, I don't know if it's organs, that's but a, I know it rips. But their tail. Yeah. I'll just yeah. say this: that's a shitty defense mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> I would never stab. I'd never Bro, be mad. Why I'd would be, you? I'd like, be the most humble bee ever. Like. I mean, this is true. Me. Like, why is only have like twenty four to forty eight hours to live to? That's true. Fruit flies. You know. Yeah. But so like so back to like being an an animal. Like how do they want to? Animals have so much wisdom in their cultures and their society and how they especially elephants yeah and how they tend to into life right mm-hmm. and the, and the, some of them like cows and stuff like that some how do they, how do they give if not um if sometimes they want to give and sacrifice themselves and you know allow us to eat them and and transmute their wisdom too down to us so that's why you know eating for me i like eating organically grass-fed beef yeah. makes me feel good makes me feel lean um but such as like okay elephants or whatever they come down here to pave paths for certain places certain things so it's like it's all just um everyone has like a specific oh this is meant for this this is meant for this but honestly if you completely open your mind to all the experiences out here on earth and just like let that be you would live so much more free okay you had mentioned um knowing the laws of the universe before this podcast started mm-hmm. uh i think um spiritual what, laws of the universe okay what do you mean by spiritual laws there's definitive laws that people go through mm-hmm. or that they must accept no it's like you know it's like the laws regulated here government wise there's different laws and just okay like physics the law of physics gravity you jump off a building you're gonna hit the ground Mm-hmm. like right that's the that's a law of this world right like, so what are the spiritual laws um i have them written down but so the way i work is that i know of things and then i'll find the title of it later okay so just like okay i actually listened to an interview with um, lil wayne and jimmy uh fallon yeah Kimmel. jimmy fallon jimmy okay. fallon and you know jimmy, jimmy fallon goes uh so how do you write your music or how do you make your albums he goes i just go in there and spit and then before a concert, I have to pr- practice what I wrote. Practice, yeah. <laughs> you know, he has to practice uh, what he spit. Yeah. Instead of like writing and then and then going to read it, read off and like make it happen. You That's know? what Biggie did, right? He went off top. Like, when yeah. he recorded, he just freestyled basically. I don't know. Oh, I saw. Him. I believe so. I I think I watched an interview with him doing that. Damn, that's like that's a whole other level of the brain being activated. I feel like it's your creativity when yeah. you when you're down and you know your chord and you just know yourself. It just comes, like it just comes out. Yeah. Now, you know? the, the, or you st- sold yourself to the devil. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Now you mentioned there being laws of the universe, or spiritual laws of the universe. Mm-hmm. Are they anything like the Ten Commandments, where it's like, "Thou shall not kill, thou shall not steal." Oh, you know what? Honestly, on that topic, like I'm telling you, people come here to experience some fucked up shit, and they come here for certain things. Like, so like spirits come, like our our beings come down to experience some bad shit. Yeah, is that why people end up being murderers? Yes. Is it because they were so good all their life? They're like, man, I want to experience bad. Honestly, they can be in a planet that is just full. <laughs> I was a good girl. I'm trying to pour out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I'm trying to let no. this thing yeah. pop. <laughs> you know, like I'm saying, like all of the other planets that are out there, yeah. whatever kind of societies they are, sometimes they're all just super happy and they're all like utopia, right? And they're like, oh, I'm bored. I'm bored. Of, I want to go learn some shit. So then I'm going to come down to Earth to do some shit. Sorry, I was messing with the cable right now. I was yeah. trying to make okay. sure that it didn't disconnect. Yeah, I was You're like, good? Oh, hold on, let You're me good see. good for the live stream? We're good? I'm good. I'm okay. still here. Sorry, I did not mean to uh, interrupt there. No, it's okay. Um, But, you know, that's essentially what I believe. You can believe whatever you want. It's your truth. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But you're wrong. <laughs> no, but, you wrong. but you're not wrong because maybe you're not meant to learn this information in this lifetime right now. It wouldn't do you any good because for what you want to experience, you don't need to know this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So when you just... So going back to the the psychic portion of everything. Oh. I know you wanted to look up some laws. Yeah. But I also want to ask you. Okay. Yeah, look up the laws. Can, can you can you read the future on people? Absolutely. I can read their timelines. Their timelines. So you can read their past, present, and future? I can. I can know I can know that. Now how long does that take? Um is it like I well, know. I just give them a step by step, like where they are, who they are right now, mm-hmm. right? So essentially, that's all you can do is just okay. You're this person right now. If you don't do the, if you don't change this, this, and this, this is where you're gonna go. If you don't do this, 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 this is what you where you could go. Mm-hmm. If you begin doing this, this is where you can end up. Mm-hmm. So it's like anything else, like any other kind of mentoring. That's kind mm-hmm. of how I. That's kind of what you know how I do things, but um. But I mean they. So sometimes we're not meant to know all of their information for them. So I just I just pick up whatever I'm meant to know. Okay. And tell them because not, I mean, like I said, too much information could be bad for people. Yeah. That's for sure. Because if I knew how I was going to die. Ooh. Like, well, like if you were able, like, yeah, you can't. You can't. Because if, if you knew you were able, like you were going to die at this certain yeah. time. Yeah. You wouldn't know how. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, how can I try to not die like that? But you right. don't know. Can you imagine if you knew definitively, like, okay, anything you do in this life, you will not die until this year, this time, you're this age by this cost, right? Wouldn't you go out there and do some crazy stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't kill or do anything weird. No, but shit I'm saying, like, like but, but you'd also be like, but I'd live it up a you little know what? bit more. I think like, I'm going to have that extra slice. Why don't you live of, it up now? Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole thing. Live it yeah. up now. Yeah. You but you know world. what? Well, we're living we're living our best uh lives right we're now. Living our best lives. With Roberto's. Oh yeah. <laughs> two burritos. I was it's surprised, okay. bro. You can handle two burritos. That's that, cuz those Roberto's burritos are pretty yeah. big, bro. They're like I a, know. Or like I used a, to eat that all like too. 2 pounds of burrito. I just want to get to a point where I'm just eating a little bit healthier yeah. and being a little bit happier. Well, he was doing Soylent for the longest time yeah. too. Soda? Have, have you ever heard of so- Soylent? Soylent. It's have like um, Soylent? it's basically it's it's um powdered food. Like you can actually get full off of it. There's some bad stuff in it still, but it does is have it? a lot. Yeah, there's there's always like a little bit of chemical stuff in there to get FDA approved. It, it, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be it's supposed to be basically like all the healthiest fats and mm-hmm. proteins, nutrients, the, minerals, nutrients, yeah, everything that your body needs. And it's to crazy because it, like like I said, the, your best alternative for being the healthiest you can possibly be is eating raw vegetables mm-hmm. and getting the uncooked. You know, yeah. But, yeah. you know, me, I'm a little pussy when it comes to vegetables. So I'm like, I like Soylent because it was something that not only is it super fast because I can shake it up and go, go, but uh-huh. it actually filled me up. And it was like when I first started using it, I was feeling the nutrients. Like I can see. It happened. Not see more. Microscopically it happened. Yeah, you can okay. feel like when you take a wheatgrass shot, uh-huh. you just feel more awake. You're like, yeah, and it's a different from caffeine. It's like, yeah. it's because caffeine is a little bit more heavier. This one's more like vibrant. 
So I was feeling that for a little bit, but since I was taking it so many times, I could think my body got used to it. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing like it, it kind of like flatlined for me and I wasn't feeling anything different. So I was like, well, I don't feel that heightness no more. So is it not working for me? And then that's when things, and also just a lot of other stuff started happening. I was like busy. I can never, mm-hmm. sh- and I was being lazy and I wasn't shaking it up at home. So I was like <laughs> fucking eating fast food. Shout out to fast food. Shout, Shout out, out to fast, fast food. food. God damn it. Fast Keeping us food. alive out I'm here. I'm going to go get something after this. <laughs> <laughs> Admitting. Just you know, get you know, french fries. You know what was funny is like, like McDonald's gets the worst rap for everything, right? Like that's McDonald's? Uh, McDonald's is the epitome of like, yo, if you eat at McDonald's, like, like you're trash. Like, first of all, the shit that they do in the industry, uh, just their history of how they became a company and screwing people over. Um, it's genetically modified. Uh, it's not real food. Your body can't digest it. Yeah, uh, there's videos on YouTube which or is Facebook, all true. Yeah. which is all true. But it's why is it the biggest company? You know what I mean? Exactly. Shit. Why is it the biggest company? Exactly. Their marketing's legit. Marketing yeah. is on. <laughs> she said their marketing <laughs> is legit. I mean, like for real though. I mean, I love McDonald's fries. Mm, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all have those guilty. Those <laughs> I'm getting guilty hungry. Cravings. I'm thinking of those French fries mm, right now. Bro, I'm not God gonna lie. It. I was thinking about the pizza you were missing. <laughs> <laughs> so we might have to do that pizza. <laughs> Did you find? Were you able to find any uh, spiritual laws? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of them. The law of attraction. Why don't we just talk about? I'll talk about three. So, Number one, don't be a dick. Huh? There law of go. attraction. Um, you know, a lot of people. They, they get confused what the law of attraction is, right? Some people, yeah. when they watch The Secret, they're like, oh, if you think something, you just let it manifest. Yeah. No, not just that. You like, do. Yeah, you got to put into motion. And then when you act like you you already have it and you actually are doing it, then that's when it like the universe brings it closer and closer, closer to you. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You know how we fuck up those manifestations? How? Okay. So imagine... I tell this analogy all the time. Imagine you go to a restaurant and you sit down, the waiter comes and you put in your order for a steak, broccoli and mashed potatoes, right? Would you go follow that waiter to make sure that he goes to the POS and punches and everything right? Would you follow that ticket to the the kitchen to the, you know, chef and make sure that they're handling everything right? They're cutting everything right. Would you do that? No. No. Right. So Nobody why are we does. so so why are we doing that when we ask the universe for what we want? When we're just constantly asking, oh, how's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? Where's it coming from? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the more we do that, it's like us push. It's us doing push pause, push pause, push pause. From okay. from them manifesting it for yeah. us and and letting it like miraculously happen. Yeah. The opportunity show up for it to happen, right? And sometimes they're gonna have to. They're gonna create for you like. 10 opportunities in order for you to get to that make it happen right so yeah when i when i think of the law of attraction i don't believe it i don't believe that law to a spiritual level but i do believe in a a physical level like for example like you want to lose weight okay then do the things that a person who is physically fit would do right Mm -hmm. don't just say you want to lose weight you got to actually take action on those things like for example people are like oh i want a better job well, it's not going to happen if you just keep wanting it. You have to do take actions. Go go out there and meet people. Go network. Go get mm-hmm. your, you know, like look at look for those opportunities. Or what kind of job do you want then? Yeah. Right? Right. But uh, no, it's the same thing. You know, essentially the same thing. But um, the part that I'm more concerned with is the fact that when we put those orders in is that we're the ones shooting ourselves in the foot. 
and we're not letting it happen. Mm. So how can we trust that the universe can let it happen? This is what the universe does. So when I was talking about those opportunities, so say that, okay, you sit at your table, you're enjoying your family and you let the food get to your table, right? Mm -hmm. Say the waiter brought to you spaghetti plate. What are you going to tell that waiter? You got my order wrong, dude. Exactly. Mm -hmm. but that's all it takes okay i'm so sorry about this sir let me go get a new one mm -hmm. he comes back he comes back with freaking steak broccoli and rice yeah oh he got you i asked for mashed potatoes not rice the motherfucker getting a yelp review you know <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean but <laughs> exactly i was gonna say you are you at ihop right now what's, right, what's right. going on but like essentially you know, life is like a big ihop man it might take a for a while for your food to get here but it's gonna get here but you gotta do your due diligence to yeah. speak up about Keep what going. you don't want yeah. What you don't want. What you don't want. So you say people think people think too much what about what they want versus what they don't want. Right. But so uh. like when opportunities come to them, sometimes like people just settle because they don't have they don't have the confidence to do diligence to say no. So like okay, I want the man of my dreams, and I want you know I want him to feel right with him. Say like a guy comes right to her or me. Say if the guy comes to me and something feels off, but it looks like on the outside he has everything that would fit me. Do instead of settling for like he looks like it, you know what? I'm gonna be like, no, it feels off. I'm sorry, it just doesn't feel right. You have everything that I need, I want, mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel right. So when I have that due diligence instead of just settling, like being excited, like oh my god, I've, this looks right, then the universe will be like, oh okay, I'm so sorry. Let me bring you something else. Yeah. Let me, it's, it's just going to keep helping you puzzle closer, closer, closer. But that's the work that you have to do with them. So instead of chasing down the waiter, let the waiter come to you. And you just sit in your damn throne, in your damn chair. And you keep commanding what it, it was that you wanted. Queen. That's all it takes. I've always been taught that pe people can be in a relationship. Like In order for you to be in a relationship that's successful, it's a given that you're both going to bump heads. You're both going to have issues. You're both going to get mad at each other. Mm -hmm. But I feel like people nowadays just give up too easily. And and I feel like that's kind of what you were talking about right now mm -hmm. when you kind of mentioned that. You you mentioned if it didn't feel right, you just get out. Do you, what, what would you say to somebody who said that you should stay around and figure things out? For those people, if they, if their gut instinct at first was to get out and they don't listen to it, then that's when they go under and all the different lessons and experiences that they could have, they didn't have to waste time on. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, is it wasted time? Yeah, if it's do you written, also think it's learning It's as learning. Well? Yeah, it's learning as well. Mm. So if you can categorize this situation, if it's not right, as a learning lesson, you've been enlightened. Mm -hmm. And But like really seeing what you need to learn. So then when you learn what you don't want, fool to the fullest extent. Yeah. Then when you move on, you're like, okay, I dealt with that shit already. But sometimes people keep in that cycle. See, I, I've you know? been, so I've, interesting. I've always been the kind of person to go with his gut. I've always gone with a gut feeling because I remember when I didn't. And then I look back and go like, damn, I should have done that. Yeah, never I second gone, guess. I, I always do that. However, I'm currently reading a book mm -hmm. um, it's called Spark, How to Lead Yourself and Others to Greater Success. <laughs> No, it is. Yeah. No, no, I was it's, just laughing. Spark. It's, 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 yeah, it's Spark. It's called Spark. <laughs> cool. And it basically teaches people how to be sparks. And in the book, it says uh, that you should not go with your gut instinct and you should always challenge your first instinct. How do you feel about that? Wait, what? Say that again? You, you, should, should, you should not go with your gut instinct and always challenge it. You mean, so go with your second choice, basically. 
Because mm. you don't want to second guess yourself. So you wouldn't want to go with your gut feeling. You want to. So you. I mean, that's kind of tight. That's actually interesting. That's cool. This is what I also tell. This it, is what I teach. It was a book more about leadership, not spirituality. Or yeah, yeah like I that. get it. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like a lot of people. It was. <sighs> it's a book that teaches you how to essentially become a good leader or like or not not become a good leader because it says leaders it says leaders, leaders aren't born leaders. Oh. Le- leaders aren't born they're made mm-hmm. uh, and anybody can be a leader but it just you need to have certain characteristics to yourself and it, and it just mentioned how you shouldn't always trust your gut trust your gut your gut instinct i'm not gonna be able to talk tonight yeah. <laughs> um and you should always challenge Wait, they it. said leaders are made leaders leaders are not born they're made yeah uh, I thought they were born. No, I thought because like you no. know, there's some people who like to follow, and there's some people who like to lead. Oh, for sure, correct. Everyone I think everybody part. has but their if, traits. But if that person, what that's always been a follower in their life, decides they want to, I get it. Can. I get it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Nothing said in stone. I mean, or do you know? You, that? It's just about developing. Damn. You can develop yourself into a leader. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But like, um, that's interesting. You said that because first of all, if, like if it's um tangibly it comes back to relationship. If you're with somebody and all this and you feel um, inclined to like choose somebody else, like you have two choices, the person that you're you rather leave, you should just leave them and just go with the second person. So like for the how that relates to like, okay, you should you should challenge your intuition, like your gut feeling. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe he believes that not challenging in itself, but recognizing why you have a gut feeling for that okay yeah. yeah that makes sense you know that makes a lot like, more sense hmm, yeah. why do i feel this way not that you're challenging it like oh, i'm gonna go against myself but like let's let's open this up let's dissect this feeling why do i have it mm-hmm. what where is it gonna lead me to how is it gonna help me what are the other two uh laws of the universe um well i call it like the law of reflection what well, is the law of reflection but the law of reflection, so essentially, if we are all trying to be our highest self, this, the universe does a law of reflection by showing you the people, the circumstances, the situations that you're currently in and reflecting to you back what's in you. So say if you're at the coffee shop and, um, and somebody cuts in front of you, a lot of people would be a victim first, right? Oh my God, that person cut in front of me mm-hmm. for me i'd be like hmm this person cut in front of me where am i doing that to myself where am i cutting myself off oh, from? oh got it got it right so you mm-hmm. go back to yourself Let's so it's like taking signs basically too yeah okay taking signs don't take anybody personal and you know just be objective completely oh. when you're objective that's when you get closer to being in oneness mm-hmm uh, I, I know somebody who recently uh they're a photographer not recently it must have been like two years ago but uh they're a photographer and then they had they had like twenty thousand dollars worth of equipment in their car mm-hmm. and they uh somebody broke into the car and stole all that stuff right and they had mentioned it uh, crazy. they had mentioned that they weren't mad that it happened i'd be pissed off i'd be like damn that sucks i'd be uh, sad but they were more so looking sad. at it from a perspective of like that person must have really needed it yeah for that to happen um, is is that sort of what mm, i think she's more way. saying like okay like when she Just said the to, cut in personal line, growth yeah it's for your personal so self. he should have been asking what have i been stealing from like myself? if i flipped out yeah. on you if i flipped exactly. out on you and got hella mad at you instead of being like 
Oh why my god, Chuck? why are you yelling at me being like, hmm, what I do in my life that Chuck is making? Like, is it, uh, how, explain that. So there's two different things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really confusing. So there's, um, what I call it, what I share with my clients is there's um, shadow work and there's reflection work. Mm-hmm. So sh- reflection work is when um, you see something happening and you, if you don't like it, you know, you're being triggered by it. Where, like, where inside yourself are you doing um, the archetype of what that situation is? So, like, maybe you're not, okay, maybe, um, like, obviously, maybe, you know, this person cut me off in, in line in the coffee shop. Maybe I'm not exactly cutting people off, right? Or if I'm, like, not cutting people off and driving or I'm not really doing that. So, but, like, what other aspect of my life am I cutting myself off from? Like, possibly my ideas, I have ideas and I cut myself mm. off from them or I, you know, I'm, I'm working on something and I just cut my off myself off from it. Yeah. Right. So like, those are just like reflections of self-destructing habits that aren't going to help you get aligned to what you want to be and who you need to become. Um, so then the other thing is like shadow work. So shadow work is, um, the way you like when you see somebody act in di- different ways in their personality and it triggers you and you're like, oh, right. It irks you. Mm-hmm. Where in yourself do you act like that, too? Or where in a situation in your past experiences have you acted like that, that you still holding some resentment or like some animosity or grudge inside your system, inside your energetic system? And so then would you say it's like kind of like karma? It's like a karma. Um, it is karma, but it's shadow work. Mm-hmm. Um, shadow work because it's a shadow inside yourself that you can't see. So what? So the only way the universe can show you is through somebody else. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you have to be completely aware of it and yeah. be able to like be like, oh, mm-hmm. I hate that, but I also do that shit myself. Exactly. Got it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Because I've heard a lot of these things. Because you know, I've ha- I've had a lot of spiritual people around me and whatnot. But it, I think the thing that irks me, and it's kind of like religion. And, you know, I never put anything down anymore, mm-hmm. but it's just when you follow something like that, please follow suit all the way through. Meaning don't be too spiritual and then flip out on me because then I'm like, hey, you read all this shit. You know, you, you can read energy and all that. Like you got to read yourself before you speak. That's why I think I really liked Eckhart Tolle, mm-hmm. but I don't know him. Right. It might all be a facade, but he's very calm. He takes mm-hmm. time to answer. And he's the only person I know who really does. He's boring. Like, he's boring to me. But he's very, you can see, he's, like, constantly breathing, constantly meditating. And I think that's the same with a lot of monks that I was around. Because, you know, my family was Buddhist. Not the real Buddhist, but the religious Buddhist. Yeah. But, like, those monks were very, very calm. Like, the calmest people I've ever met in my life. Like, they, they did reach, like, a different level, you know. Mm-hmm. And they were always breathing, talking very slow. Never energetic, like, and I'm not talking about Shaolin monks, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it, it's pretty crazy how in tuned you can actually get when you just calm. And that's why, like, I'm finally starting to meditate, even though my fucking, like, little, like, antsiness is, like, I'm, like, breathing. I'm, like, damn, this needs to hurry up a little yeah. bit more. It sucks because it's just, we're, I think we're, we have so much stimulation around us. It does. So it, just, just, it takes being, like, they do that to be grounded. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the law of attraction the law of a reflection, a reflection shadowing what's the third law uh, was shadowing a law no it's, oh, it's okay. part of the reflection got it it's just like a two-way thing two-way two, uh, mm-hmm. two for one the law of projection 
I think that was the one. Like um, astral projection. I did that. Me too. Wait, yeah. Hey, hold on. Can we? Well, let's hear that. I want to hear your. Mine. Yeah. This is a long time ago. Once again, when I was around more spiritual people, but um, I had like a dream. It was in front of my house, and um, I was like astral traveling around the world, like the galaxy. Because mm. I, I know what I see in my head, you know, so I was able to like see my body in like third person and all that. But uh, I met these really tall guys. Like we were watching on like some movie screen. Like me and my family we were watching my astral projection you know what i mean yeah and i was like traveling to this one planet or i think my brother was and these two big tall dudes came like really tall people like really really tall guys and they were like you know you're not supposed to be doing this right and i was like why because they're like it microly damages you in your real world and i was like that's weird and then like they said something else but it i woke up and then somebody told me like it was like uh you know those egyptian what are the big people pharaohs the sphinx of, i don't know is it uh what are you talking about what, what, what were the big humans that, what, that we all are neanderthal neanderthal i don't know neanderthals are just they're not big they're just well there was there people. was back in the day there was like these big giants yeah there was giant people yeah you know and i didn't know i haven't clue what the fuck they were talking about i thought it was just tall ass dudes because they were like 10 feet tall That's you know cool. they weren't yeah, like the, basketball the, you player know what's funny i watched the video that mentioned that that it was talking about how these statues that you see like in uh in uh the pyramids like these big old 10 foot 20 foot statues the they're yeah they're not necessarily they're not Rat made people. big they're not made big because that's what we wanted to idolize them at but that's literally the size that they were yeah and uh and i think that's where i first started hearing about the different levels of consciousness is like when you you know the bigger you get or the higher you go up the bigger you get and the the more your lifespan is basically increased like you know yeah and there's people supposedly like humans before us were able to live up to 500 years or something like that you know what and and you know all of those things of what i was saying at the law of reflection finding out those shadow work and triggerings and stuff like that reflection right that tremendously helps your consciousness rise mm -hmm. because you're consciously knowing like when you when you're just continuously chipping away at um, at understanding who you are, the closer you get to yourself, the closer you get to source, mm -hmm. the closer you get to being one with everybody when you're not um, projecting yourself to people. And when you think and you can um, articulate your own thoughts before you express it, right? It's kind of like... Think before you speak kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I like that law. So going back to the third law, projection um no the, so the third law i want to talk about is the law of abundance oh okay so our planet well, that would be the fourth law wouldn't it because we had we had the shadow. law of attraction we had the law of reflection. reflection oh yeah and that was the shadow one no the trigger one is a law of projection okay oh okay. so that's the third one there's um, a fourth law the law of it i want to talk about the law of abundance mm -hmm. so um Personal goals for me, I mean, not just my personal goals, but what they told me, I know my soul's blueprint, uh, the different purpose I'm here to do. Mm -hmm. So my soul's blueprint, I'm, um, I'm created to be a billionaire here. And so interesting enough, as I know this about myself, I am also trying to overcome the um, challenges of the ego of being scarce, 
you know, of, of thinking that I'm limited to certain things. And a lot of times these limits, like I say, we don't have enough of, right? They come from our childhood, from our environment, and just from past lives and karmic, um, gene- you know, karmic genetics that come through us for us to think this way, that there's, not, there's never enough. But if you, if anybody out there, um, specifically I'm, I'm into this industry because I want to ch- transform the psychic industry because a lot of psychics are living in super low scarce mode where, you know, they're not charging their worth or they don't know their worth and they're just doing what every other psychic does to sell $20 readings and things like that. Right. Yeah. Tarot so, card readings. Exactly. So how can I, like, I'm trying to pave the way to show them that there, this world is so abundant and we are, we have so much self-worth and, and we're worthy of whatever that we want to do. But how do you do that if you don't think big? You got to build a nap. <laughs> Psychic, readings from your, you, Psychic readings from your phone. No, no, no. You no. know, there's so many different ways. Like there's like, um, instead of doing readings, for me, I do, I do high ticket selling. So I create packages and programs from what I do and I, and I, I have my online business, mm-hmm. you know, and I make great money up from it. So it's, a, it's the same thing. Like when people can find all the different ways to make money, like the skills Yeah, that, that money makes life easier. Yeah. It, it's know? definitely a tool. It doesn't and make I, happy, but easier. A lot of people, people think that when you start monetizing something, it loses its, it's, it's uh genuineness. Like, you know, Oh, you're a great photographer, but what do you charge so much? What's well, because I need to keep myself afloat. And also I'm not, you know, like, for example, somebody says like, why do you charge $300 for a photo shoot? Well, or like, let's bring it back to the weddings, right? Why, why is a wedding photographer? Why do they charge $3,000? Well, because think about it. It's literally one of them. Well, first of all, their work is amazing if they're charging that much, but it's also because there's one of them. There's only so many gigs they can do in a year, Mm -hmm. right? They have to pay themselves a salary. And there's there's overhead. You may yeah maybe I only shoot your wedding for eight hours, but what about the two weeks of editing post production that I'm gonna have to you know spend doing, or if I have to hire somebody to do that for me because I don't have enough time. Plus just the creativity. Yeah, that's yeah. something you can't. Yeah, and you, yeah, you know nobody can just have creativity. Right. You know it's like right. It's like certain cycles. But but it's just, like you said like everybody you know needs to make money, and when mm-hmm. and the thing is when you have enough money of it, you can do you can fulfill your purpose without having to worry about selling yourself short exactly right i just also think like it's going back to what you were saying like people see it as the root of all evil which mm-hmm. it's everything i think in this the earth love is of money balanced yeah, yeah the greed the yeah the obsession but i think if you use it as a tool mm-hmm. it can be the greatest thing on planet earth yeah know? i can feed a billion people yeah with the billion dollars right mm-hmm. so there's a lot of, it goes back to people's self-worth and self-value and um you know and be getting brave. Stop being selfish. Stop being selfish. Mm-hmm. Go out. There's so many ways to make a million dollars. There's so much ways to make money, but you're only you're only focused on one channel of how to do that. Right. You know. So go. You have to continue doing your research and wealth education. Like, there's a, not a lot of people even know how to generate wealth, like generational wealth. How do you do that? Okay. Well, there's a lot of ways to do that, and um. The number one thing that I just got into with my family, I'm learning right now because it's everything is learning, mm-hmm. right? Well, how do I be a billionaire if I don't put into motion acting like one already? Right. So the universe, I asked the universe, like, hey, I, I, how do I do this? And guess what? It brought me an opportunity. It brought me an opportunity to this one lady named Laurel Langmire. 
and she's a spiritual money she's a multi she's a millionaire mentor like she's known across all a lot of people and so she um she came her opportunity came through a friend in another program that i'm in she's like hey i think you'd really like this so my husband and i go there and it's she she teaches how to generate passive income and create the actual circle of like i mean triangle of like actually making sure that you're consistently generating it and also how do you do it um and pass it down to your generation Mm -hmm. right like if I die tomorrow and I had say I had a million a billion dollars today, how am I going to give that to my family? Because if I die, that's all that money. If I don't do anything about that situation, that gap, it's going to go to the government. It's going to go to the state. And then my family's left with shit. Really? When you die, all your money goes to the government and the without, state. <gasps> so you have to write write a a will? You have to. You have to write a will. You have to have a trust. I never knew what happened if you didn't do it. I never thought about that too. What if somebody dies with $200 in a bank account? Boom. But can I write on a little piece of paper right here, right now and be like, all my money goes to my No. I'm pretty sure you have to get get notarized. You have to get it notarized. Is it notarizer? Is that what it is? Think about this. This is divine timing because you guys are, you guys are wanting success so bad and you're trying to find all the avenues to get it. And here's the information that I'm giving you Mm -hmm. to do this. Yeah. So... If you want to look her up, you should. Her yeah. name is Laurel Langmeyer. And basically, the service that does it is, um, it's called, I mean, there's a lot of, there, uh, what's it called? It's called a Roth IRA. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we, we, we had just a, talked about this. We had a yeah. financial uh, planner oh, yeah. on See? the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We learned so much, even after the podcast, because like, we, we try to limit these to like an hour, two hours, mm-hmm. uh, but we must have stayed another hour and a half just talking yeah, to we the guy afterwards, talking, yeah. like, because we're both freelancers. We do photo and video, mm-hmm. and he was telling us, like, oh, you guys should be doing this. You know, this is how your money gets right. taxed less. It just made us a little angry, just how, like, they never teach you this in school. They right. never taught yeah. us this so in are school. are you doing it? Are you going to do it? I'm doing yeah. it soon. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all. And so just this out, like you guys have this knowledge now, fucking just keep spreading it out. Yep. That's mm-hmm. all I'd be doing now. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, you should get um, one. And I haven't even done it yet. Talking about spreading things outwards. Do you believe in curses? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't for myself. Right. But the, could, could you cast a curse on somebody if you wanted to? Um. You wouldn't want to. Right? I wouldn't want to, but people do with mm-hmm. intention and the only way that someone could receive a curse is actually if they believe in it okay see that's funny you would say that because mm-hmm. uh people always talk about hauntings and haunted houses and demons and all that stuff but i don't know where where it was that we heard this but it was somebody mentioned that like people who you tend who, who generally get you know demons or haunted or you know they get t- taken over by some kind of dark spirit or whatever they're usually pretty weak-minded they're, and they allow themselves, yeah, they allow themselves to bring that energy in, which is why I'm pretty confident that even if this house was haunted, I'm pretty good because yeah. I, because I don't believe in that kind of stuff. So it's mm-hmm. like even if, if if I think something weird's going on, I don't let give myself that opportunity to think, oh, something's gonna kill me right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Unless somebody broke in my house, it's gonna yeah. <laughs> be tortured in hell with me yeah. from me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if to have that kind of mindset, but um. You know what? It's like, okay, for there's so what I'm, I have a clients who are mediums and I teach them how to protect themselves against those other kind of energies and vibrations. Mm -hmm. So I have my spiritual team, my angels and my guides, like they have a freaking like gold um, gate, like put up for me in that spiritual realm. 
So like, so like say if I am, if I'm knowing information about you or if I know information about other people and poop cross or whatever, they're talking to my guides and my guides are relaying the message to me. Mm-hmm. And I say like, oh, it's they like I'm saying it like I straight up talk to them. But no, I don't because it's it doesn't match my energy field. But I can retrieve the information. Right. It's like mm-hmm. being it's like being human, but like on another dimension. I have to ask you, are there any spirits in this house? There's one. There's one. Mm-hmm. I knew okay, it. Okay, You know what? It's funny because I was prepared for you to be like, oh, yeah, there's a ton of them. But when you Just say there's one. one <laughs> Just one. Okay. That's the one that'd be calling Wait, our names. Did, yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. Did, uh, are you able to... Uh, it's a joking... It, it's very... It's a humorous spirit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, for very sure. Very humorous. Yeah, because me and Chuck, we, we mess with each other a lot, and it messes with us sometimes, too. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's... He's kind of humorous, and he's kind of sad. He, it's a he. He's sad, because... Um, did, did, did he die in this house? Um, He died on the land, under the house. The land under the house? Yeah. Like he's buried under the ground. Um, he like around this area. Like he he was here. Okay. Um, you know, okay. Like a long, like, long time ago. You mean? You know, like, like the mafia days when they go drag out bodies across the desert. Yeah. Like these are these would be areas for bodies to be around. Like entire Las Vegas is burial grounds. Mm. You know what I mean? Damn, that's true, huh? Because there was a that. Vegas was a mafia stomping ground before it became the. It probably still is. Probably. But now they go out to like the yeah. flatbeds. Now they're government dry beds, people. Dry lake beds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's. Um, Do you know his name? Trevor. Trevor. Trevor the spoopy ghost. <laughs> he's right now. His um, it's his energy. His soul's not here, but mm-hmm. the energy of him is here. It's stuck here. Oh dang. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between his energy being here and the? So it's interesting enough. Um, so our souls, our souls are, um, are infinite. Our souls are love. So our souls can go in and out wherever it needs to be. But the energetic f- vibrations that we have on our, around our body, our frequency, um, if it's low vibration right. from where, when we left, it gets stuck here. It can get stuck here. How is it? Can they leave ever? Um, Mm, yes and no it's really confusing it's a it's a it takes a process to transcend them but we we can't help with that right not really okay sorry trevor you're fucked (laughs) you're fucked trevor we'd love to help you but he said it's cool he said it's cool his energy said it's cool not full metal alchemist or anything (laughs) because uh in order for him to cross over he we would have to like dissect his whole like his why he's here we'd have to transmute his energy so that he can go yeah so i can like get free but i would recommend you guys to go get sage sage we're out of this house in a few days yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, for your new house yeah we gotta have sage, yeah, I got sage, sage. New house. perfect well, we're gonna pay you it to come by good. and do like a <laughs> tell us who's here just to, just like, before we even move in we should have her go to the house real quick it's too late hey <laughs> <laughs> bought it <laughs> okay so we're actually coming up on the uh two hour mark yeah um but uh i I wanted to ask you one last question Mm -hmm. um what is a spiritual awakening because you mentioned it at the beginning what is a spiritual and how does somebody achieve it um a spiritual awakening can happen many ways it is essentially a change of personality um a change of uh it's a mental change like if you want to become better if you're on like a personal like growth 
you know, like journey, then you can, you can reach it in that way. And you're just changing, or it can be like a soul awakening, mm-hmm. um, or, uh, or just a spiritual awakening. So soul awakening is what I did, what I went through. Like, I just, it was an energy. Like, I just felt like I don't belong here. Like my soul was being cr- like being cringed and like, I needed to tr- change. So it wasn't your, your, it wasn't based on your decisions. It, it just happened to you. Um, I think it was, it was, it was beginning. I was starting to reach a place of stagnant. Okay. And then when I surrendered and asked God to help me change, that's when I awakened. I was like becoming more into my knowing. Yeah. Um, and so during that moment I was, so my husband let me stay home and meditate for 10 months, 10 hours a day. I was meditating for those 10 months consecutively. Shout out to your husband. I know. Thank you. And finally, I'm able to, I'm trying to retire him out of nursing mm-hmm. from this, you right. know, from my career. So it's, it's, I'm not a lot of, I don't know. I, I became a monk. That's yeah. all I can say. <laughs> oh, 10 months is crazy. Yeah. That's it was like crazy. Really I can't meditate for 10 freaking yeah. minutes. My body, I'm telling you, my physical body was getting fucked up, dude. Like I am a fitness person and like my body was like my sacral chakra was I mean, my hips and everything. I couldn't bend over. I couldn't sleep down because I was just having so much like physical deterioration because I wasn't doing anything. I was just like laying down or sitting up or, you know, mm-hmm. doing the, like nothing. Right. I didn't, we didn't have anything in our apartment. Um, not no furniture, only a bed and internet. That's all you need. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I mean, you got fast food everywhere. You got to do it. But um, essentially that's what happens is just, you just get on to, um, a new knowing, a new perception of the world and who you are and you start seeing people different. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And uh, lastly, do you have any advice for anybody out there who's listening right now? <laughs> Angels. What would you like me to, what would you guys like me to share with the audience? Kim says hi. Want to become your greatest version of yourself. That's it. Become the greatest version of yourself. No, want to become it. Okay. You need to want to become it in order for it to have start becoming it. Mm-hmm. That's some good advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, like pretty it. much wraps it up, man. Thank you, Cheyenne. We're going to go ahead and put all your information down in the description down below for the iTunes, for Spotify, YouTube, all that stuff. But do you want to let people know where they can find you? Oh, yeah. You guys can find me um, on Instagram, Cheyenne.Boomagot. And then you can find me on Facebook, Cheyenne Boomagot. And I have my website, peaceofclarity.love. If you guys need some um, counseling in your life and mentoring, you want to know your life's purpose, I'm your girl. I will help you get there. I'll help you become that best person. But before you come to me, you're going to need to want to become the best person first. Okay. There you go. <laughs> nice. There you go. Hit up Cheyenne and get woke, y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode Thank you so of, much. of The Morning Dinner. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.